who are with us in the masjid or people who are viewing this reminder online. Last week we spoke about the issue of Bayt al-Maqdis, the sacred land, the sacred mosque. And this week, inshallah, I would like to share with you a few ahadith on the topic. Obviously, because the time is very short, we cannot have a very long discussion on it. But inshallah, we'll look at the ahadith and comment on the ahadith in order for us to realize the importance of this matter, which is the number one issue that this Ummah has currently. The first hadith of Rasulullah in relation to Baytul Maqdis, which is Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, a number of names. Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, the Aqsa Mosque, or Baytul Maqdis, which is the sacred uh, home or the sacred place. And in general, the area is known as Al-Quds, the sacred land. That Rasulullah uh, stated in a hadith, that it is the land of the Mahsha and the Manshar. It is the land of resurrection. So human life, according to Islam, began in Mecca and it will end in Baytul Maqdis. This is where people will be gathered for their judgment. This is one statement of Rasulullah The second is that a Sahabi asked which was the first place of worship that was built on earth for humanity to worship Allah He responded that it is the Kaaba, Masjid Al-Haram. When asked which was the next one, he said Baytul Maqdis, Masjid Al-Aqsa. And he stated that there was a 40 years gap between the building of, of the two. In a third hadith, Rasulullah narrated by Abu Hurairah, and this is a famous and known hadith, People are not to travel with the sole intention of visiting a mosque. Why? Because the entire land of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been made as a place of, of worship. Except for three. Out of all the masajid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, only three in the world are such that a person can make an intention to travel solely to visit that masjid. The first one is Masjid al-Haram, the Kaaba. The second is Al-Masjid al-Nabawi which is the uh, Masjid of Rasulullah in Medina, and the third is Masjid Al-Aqsa, which is in Palestine. 
This is the second statement, or rather a third hadith of Rasulullah and it's important for us to realize that yes, there are trials and tribulations in, in many of the Muslim lands or all of the Muslim lands. None of the lands of Islam or the countries of Islam are in a good state. They are in one of two states. One is that there is conflict and war, lack of security, poverty. This is one side. The other side, there is materialistic affluence, prosperity. However, uh, there is no commitment or holding on to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Things are changing very quickly going away from the rules and regulations that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah have taught us in relation to uh, politics, in relation, in relation to communities, societies. So we find that all Muslim countries are in one of these two categories and most of them are in the first one where there's war, poverty, conflict, lack of security, fear, injustice, corruption. So why is Palestine and Beitul Maqdis and Al Masjid Al Aqsa, why is it the number one focus of our Ummah? It was in the past, it is now and it should remain until the day of Qiyamah. Because this place, this land, this Masjid is connected to our belief. It is connected to our belief. Rasulullah the third statement or rather uh, the fourth hadith, he states, Salatun fi masjidi hadha afdalu min arba'i salawatin fi baytil maqdis. And before I forget, it is also embedded in our belief and connected to our aqidah because it was the first direction and the first qibla of Rasulullah and Salah is the most important pillar of Islam after Shahada. And Allah directed Rasulullah to Baytul Maqdis first and then to Al Masjid Al Haram and the Kaaba Al Musharrafa. So in this hadith, Rasulullah says, Salati fi Masjid Hada Afdal min Arba'i Salawatin fi Baytul Maqdis. So here Rasulullah is speaking about the importance of the Masjid Al Nabawi, but he will compare it to what? Al Masjid Al Aqsa. To do what? to include it in the discussion and in his teachings that a salah offered in this masjid of mine is better than a four times, four folds better than a salah offered in Masjid Al-Aqsa in terms of reward. In a hadith, Rasulullah informed us also that a salah in Masjid Al-Aqsa is equal to a thousand salawat. The reward of a thousand salah. This is to show the importance of it and the importance of traveling to it in order to gain that reward. Obviously, people live in different areas and certain places are closer to it than, than others. So if a person is not able to go and it is not within their capability to visit Al-Masjid Al-Haram regularly, where a salah is equal to a hundred thousand salah if you cannot go regularly and Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa is within your reach then seek the, the 
multiply the reward and the increase in the reward by visiting al-masjid al-aqsa. So salatun fi masjid hada afdal min arba'i salawatin fi bayt al-maqdis. وَلَنِعْمَ الْمُصَلَّى فِي أَرْضِ الْمَحْشَرِ وَالْمَنْشَرِ And how blessed it is, and how good it is as a masjid, Bayt al-Maqdis, that is in the land of resurrection. وَلَيَأْتِيَنَّ عَلَى النَّاسِ زَمَانٌ And this is Rasulullah almost, he's prophesizing through revelation from Allah, but almost, it hasn't come to this, but it will come to this at some point because it is a prophecy and nubu'a of Rasulullah revealed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but is it as if he is describing our situation there will come upon people a time people here meaning Muslims the people of his nation of Islam صوت الرجل حيث يرى منه بيت المقدس خير له من الدنيا جميعا. Paraphrasing that the Rasulullah says there will come a time where standing in an area in a very small area, the area that is the size of a bow. from which a person is able to see Baytul Maqdis, this standing and this area will be more beloved to him than the world and everything it contains. That he would be willing or she would be willing to sacrifice and to give the world and everything it contains not to pray in Baytul Maqdis, but rather to stand in a place from which he or she is able to see and this was the standing of Musa that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will look through the history inshallah we'll do a few sessions briefly some bullet points for us to because we said last week it is important for us to think about this matter make dua about it be concerned about it and more importantly to teach our younger generations about the importance of Bayt al-Maqdis. They know the importance of Mecca. Hajj takes place in Mecca. They know the importance of Medina. It was the city of Rasulullah the Masjid of Rasulullah the, 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 the spring of guidance for this Ummah. And it is where Rasulullah is buried. But we do not speak about the importance of Bayt al-Maqdis. And what will happen is that our future generations will not know why it is important. It is they will know that it is important because it is mentioned in the Quran. But why is it important? It will become unknown. So we said that the Musa alayhi salam, when Allah, Bani Israel, traveled from Misr, from Egypt, after fleeing and getting away from Fir'aun, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Musa to command Bani Israel to enter into the Promised Land. This is why it is named the Promised Land, alongside the Sacred Land. They refused. And they said, Ya Musa, we will not enter, because there are people there, and you know they are strong, uh, stronger than us, and we fear them, and we do not want to be in conflict, and we'll wait here. 
you go you alongside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you guys get rid of our enemy and then we will enter when it is safe so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the response of Bani Israel to Musa alayhi salam he decreed that they will not enter it for 40 years during those 40 years Musa alayhi salam's death came so he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala permission to go to a place where he could cite Baytul Maqdis. He was not permitted to enter it because he, he, he died within the 40 years that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had decreed Bani Israel will not enter the promised land and will not enter Baytul Maqdis. But it is so important and so beloved to Allah and so beloved to Musa alayhi salam, the Kareem of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is one of the five Ulul Azm min al-Rusul, that he sought permission from Allah, that, Ya Allah, can I go and stand in a place where from I can witness and see? So in itself, that is a ibadah. And Rasulullah says that there will come a time when this will not be possible for the Muslims. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to free this blessed land and this blessed masjid and to support and help our brothers and sisters who are in the struggle and have been for many generations not years not decades generations have come and gone in this struggle and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to change the state of our ummah where we are not watching in pain with our hands tied but rather where we are honored and supported and help comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to regain what is due to the believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.